Welcome everyone, this is Coaching in Session. My name is Michael Ridden, and I will be your Mindset Coach today. And today we're gonna to be talking about how to find peace in this chaotic world we're living. Because if we look just at the mainstream media, the news that we watch, maybe even out your window, you're gonna find that there's just so much that needs to be adjusted. That adjustment can happen overnight, but it won't happen overnight. We need to slowly, gradually build back what we need in order to get out of this chaos. One of the main reasons why we are in this chaos is because of the family system. The family system has been broken and it has been breaking from divorce to parents not taking care of their kids or being the authoritative figure in the household, disciplining their children, and then also the aspect of teaching manners to children, teaching the mindfulness that is needed in order to have a good, strong mindset. Because we don't learn the basics of mindfulness or mindset. It's something that we grow into. However, we can teach mindset at a young age. I've seen a video of a young man. He had just watched a train movie or something like that. And if you look at movies like for Disney and stuff like that, like besides the wokeness, the older movies, they do a really good job at depicting a character or a system. And they go through, they're having a good time, maybe, and then something happens. Now, that something can be really big, right? Like they get lost or they lose someone, like as in life and death. What happens at that point is kind of like the turning point for that character in that movie. They have to overcome what just happened. Eventually, as most movies end, they end with a positive result. And that young boy who had saw that movie or seen the movie, after the movie, he talked to his mom, his mom recorded it. And he said, if you put your mind to it, you can do anything. You can do anything that you put your mind to. And that's powerful because it is true. And when we're young, we learn, we learn just how to be powerful. We learn, we jump off the sofa, we're a superhero. We're jumping down the stairs, we're crawling down the stairs, we're doing backflips and cartwheels, we're doing all of these things. We're brave. We are limitless. We are fearless. But then as we grow up, we learn limits. As we grow up, we learn more fears and more fears entangle us in our mindset. And at some point, we have to get rid of those. We have to relinquish those fears and we have to relinquish those limits. However, most people don't. Most people will live a life with limits. Most people will live life in fear. How do we get out of that? Because one of the reasons why we're living in a chaotic world is because we don't know how to find peace within us as people. We have our problems and the world has its problems. So we can't do anything if we have problems. And it's akin to making sure that your cup is full. If your cup is full, you can help people. But if your cup is empty, how do you think you're going to help abundantly? You can't. Unless you just want to get burned out and then, you know, be out of commission for XYZ amount of time. So it just depends. But I wrote a blog and it's going to be helping us understand how to find peace in this chaotic world. And this is going to be the guidepost of our conversation today. So let's dive into that blog right now. All right, everyone, if you're new to the channel, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe and to share this video and our audio to help build a community of like-minded individuals who have a strong mindset and are interested in personal development and changing their life. Because that's where we are right now. We have a choice. 
We can change our life or we can succumb to our circumstances. For most people, they don't want to succumb to their circumstances. They want to thrive. They want to flourish. They want to fly free. They want to overcome all the challenges that are going to be in their life. Yet, those people don't know how to do it. They were never taught. They were never taught how to be brave or to be confident or to be ambitious. And then if we do talk about being confident and being brave and being ambitious and finding a purpose and living to the fullest, it could be toxic. Why is that toxic today? But in the past, it was positive. Being who you can be should be a positive thing. It should not be a toxic thing. So this blog right here, Finding Peace in a Chaotic World, is going to be helping us understand, well, what is going on? What do we need to do? And how do we do it? This blog today is going to be talking about what's going on, what do we need to do, and then the process to do it. Because the process might not be as simple as, well, let's just meditate, everybody. All right. Well, let's just all be happy and hold hands. As much as I wish that was the answer, it's not. It's akin to emotional intelligence. For the people who are talking about emotional intelligence and they're saying emotional intelligence, we just add more emotional intelligence in the world. Everyone will just be better, right? Everything is going to be better if we just add more emotional intelligence, okay? Well, go add emotional intelligence to the hood in Chicago. Go add emotional intelligence to the homeless people in Los Angeles. Go add emotional intelligence to the people in New York and New Jersey. Go add emotional intelligence in any city, state, or country that is not living how you feel they should be living. Watch how it doesn't work. Emotional intelligence is not the answer. I did a whole blog on it. Emotional intelligence will not work. Emotional intelligence is for privileged folks. If you have a privileged mindset, emotional intelligence will work on that community because you are in a place of safety already. So yes, oh, we have to make some small adjustments. Oh yeah, we could do that. Oh, we have to act this way. Yeah, sure. That That's actually a good change. But if you're in survival mode, if you're struggling, do you think emotional intelligence is the answer? It is not. It is not. So for the people who are talking about emotional intelligence as the answer, understand your privilege and be very cognizant of when you say it and where you say it. Because if you say it in the wrong hood, you say it in the wrong place, people are going to look at you side-eyed. This is not like to say that, you know, they're going to like harm you. It's just that they're going to not be able to connect with you. Their subconscious mind is not there. They're in survival mode. They're not in about, oh, let's talk about our emotions mode. All right. They're in a different place. So yeah, emotional intelligence will work for kids, but not for adults that are struggling. So we're living in a chaotic world. How do we get our adults out from struggling? We should start younger. It's easier to make sure we don't have broken adults because it's more difficult to fix a broken adult than to make sure a child is not broken. Think of it as a plate. You have a plate. If you break the plate, it's more difficult to put the plate back together than if you just pick the plate and made sure it didn't fall and didn't break. Finding peace in a chaotic world is going to be our topic today. The two takeaways or the two talking points we're going to understand is about being present in the moment. And the other one is being ready for anything that can come our way. I saw a video the other day. The video was in a gymnasium or something like that, like a rec center. And there was a bunch of kids and they had guns. And these are 
like middle school age kids, maybe even high school. That is an issue. Guns are not the issue. The system is the issue. All right. Because anyone can get a gun. All right. If you took guns and you made them illegal here in America, bad guys will still have guns. Growing up, I know felons, you know, people who are not allowed to have guns had guns. Serial numbers scratched off. Where, you know, where do you get it? Oh, you know, I know a guy. Well, it doesn't matter if they go through a dealer. It doesn't matter if we take all the gun shops out of the world. Yes, there might be less people stealing guns from people's homes and putting them on the streets, right? That's a possibility. But the issue is not that. The issue is now you're taking the guns away from the good guys. Now the bad guys only have guns. So even if there was one bad guy with a gun, he can take on how many good guys with no guns. So the conversation is about, you know, like, will the restrictions help create peace? It's possible that it could. But it's also possible that it can create anarchy. Which one is better? I mean, we can weigh the pros and the cons, but when you think about it, when something goes wrong in your life, you call the police. The police show up, they have guns, and they are there to stop the bad guy. Now, if there's not enough good guys, maybe even police to handle everything, what do we do? It only takes a group of bad guys to say, how many police are in the city? Okay, they have 266 police officers on duty, right? Whatever it is. We just need to have a group of 500 bad guys. That's all we need. That's going to change the dynamic extremely. And you know what's even worse? If they do it in different areas of the city at the same time, there's no way they can handle that. So they have to create a barrier for the bad guys. All right. Well, if you enter someone's house and you get harmed, that's on you. So it deters, right? We have locks on our door for a reason. We don't live in a utopia where you just leave your car door open, where you just leave your house door open. Yes, you might live in a nice neighborhood and you do that, but that again is privilege. So going back, I talk about it in the blog where, you know, these young men are in the gym and they're just like showing off their guns and things like that. And that right there is the problem. Where are the parents? You know, where are the teachers? They're not there. So we're going to learn today. If the family system is broken, how can we start to be more present, understand, right? Mindful and stuff like that. And then understanding being ready for anything that can happen. That's going to be the tippy top of what this blog is saying. But this blog does go into detail on every little aspect that I do speak about. And as you can see, it is a long one because it is talking about in detail going about it. And I always recommend that the podcast is different than the blog because I bring about it in a twisted way versus the way that the blog is going to uh, present it. Because the blog is going to be boom, 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 boom. The podcast is more of a mindset. Understanding, well, this is the problem. Well, let's brainstorm. And then we brainstorm and we give some examples and some ideas. However, this is going to be so much more concise and to the point, the podcast is just going to be more enlightening. And it's going to help you understand, well, what's really the problem? And then let's think about some solutions together. So as I said, the first thing we have to do is learn how to be present. So I said in the blog, what I'm meaning by that is when you're present, something happens to your mindset. There's a shift. There's a shift in your mindset. You start to become extremely aware, mindful, 
of your situation, your circumstance. You get to see some things that you're not going to see if you're passive about it, if you're just complacent. Those things are going to be if you're happy, if you are in a good place, like if you feel in a good, safe environment, if you feel like you can do something, you're confident, you're ambitious. Again, that right there is going to be helping you understand where you are. And that's why we talk about it in the sense of knowing where you are. Because if you don't know where you are, how can you get to where you want to be? It's the same concept that we've been talking about. If you get a map and you just point your finger, you say you're here, you probably are not there. Yeah, you might get lucky, but you are probably not there. You just randomly say, ah, you know, I'm here. You go on a globe and you just point in the water, I'm here. No, you're not. So we do have to know where we are. If we look at just the world, right, where is the world? Now, yes, the world can be in chaos. The world can be at war. The world can be in a spiral crashing toward the ground. But it doesn't mean our world has to be that. It's important that we understand that we can make some changes in our life. I think it's Rumi, I think, or maybe even Gandhi. They say, be the change you want to see in the world. If you want some positive change in the world, what do you do? Do you go out and you say, well, I'm going to start changing people? That doesn't work. Okay. You can't change a person. Okay. A person could change themselves. You might be able to influence a person, but you can't change a person. Just like the video I was talking about with those young men in the rec center, they had a bunch of guns. I would have no problem going in there with all the guns pointed at me and just talk to them because don't want to put race in it, but we're the same color. The issue is not about race though. It's about figures. These young men might not have a strong father figure at the house. So they feel the need to have to protect their mom, their grandma, their friends. And that is the mentality that they give themselves. They don't truly feel safe where they are. Maybe, you know, one of their friends got hurt or they got jumped or beat up or something like that. So they have that mentality of, I need to survive. How can I survive? Well, if we look back at cavemen time, they got clubs, spears, you know, fast forward a little bit into history, arrows, cannons, guns, and stuff like that. We started to progress how we can protect and fight for our survival and safety. So these young men are just in a survival mindset. They don't have the basic necessities that maybe privileged people have. Because if I went into that gym and I was talking to all those kids about they need to give up their guns and they need to be pacifists and they need to learn emotions and emotional intelligence. They want to listen. Maybe out of the 20 kids, maybe I reach one. Maybe. Yeah. You know, yeah, positive. I saved one. But how can you create a bigger impact? If the world's on fire, do you just say, well, I'm just going to get this little corner, this little corner of the world. This is where I'm going to focus. You say, I'm going to do my best to douse the flames of the world and all this animosity and just squash it. That's what you're going to do or you're going to have the idea to do. Now, can you implement that? Maybe, maybe not. I know for me, you know, just growing up, you know, where I grew up, it's a lot of different cliques, gangs and stuff like that, right? Everyone has their own agenda. Certain gangs or certain groups might not like people. So you got beef. 
you got problems with each other, right? So gang violence and you have all this pointless killing going on. The issue is when we look at just being present in that situation, it doesn't work. So we have to look at the second aspect. You have to be ready for anything that comes your way, not only to keep yourself safe, but to create an environment of safety. Most people who are in that environment stay in that environment or they lose their life in that environment. They don't get out. Now, if you get out, you have to stay out because getting out once, yes, you can get out again, but it's a lot more difficult. So if you get out, you should stay out and you need to create that environment that's going to last for generations. For example, my son, he will probably never experience what I grew up in, you know, no power, no water, gunshots, home invasions, robberies, and stuff like that. He probably would never experience that. But I can tell him about it. I can show him that this is reality for some people. This was a reality for me. And how he is now privileged to see a different light. What that does is now he can say, okay, I have a good life. Things are good for me. Do I squander it? Do I just say, you know what? Thanks, dad. You know, nice story. You know, whatever. I'm going to do me. Yes, there's going to come a time when he is going to do him, right? And he should, right? He needs to learn the identity. But there's going to be a learning lesson there, that wisdom aspect. You can choose this path and you can fall back down. Or you can say, you know what? I'm going to keep elevating myself. Think of the popular kids game is called uh, shoots and ladders or something like that. So if you land on a ladder, you go up. If you land on a chute, you go down. So you can almost be at the finish line and you land on a chute and you go all the way back down to the beginning. And guess what happens when you land on that chute and you go back all the way down to the beginning and you are just a couple spaces away from the finish line. You want to flip that board over. You want to give up. That's the mindset. That's the mindset that we have. It's just like, I did all of this work and I lost it all. You give up. Most people, when they hit that rock bottom after they have gone so far, they want to give up. So our peace in our world today, the reason it's so chaotic is not only because of the broken family system, but because of the mindsets that people are in. Because if they fall, they don't want to get back up. That's why it's important to not only understand where you are, because if you were at the finish line, okay, cool, right? You're at the finish line. But now if you're not at the finish line, all right, you're not at the finish line. What do you do? You get up. You try again. You go back for that finish line. Yes, you might not be first place, but you go for that finish line. You fortify your mindset. And then the second aspect that I talk about in the blog is being ready for anything that can come your way. Because if you are ready for anything that comes your way, right? So you're ready for that shoot, right? Boom, you're back at the bottom. You have the mindset. You're ready for that journey again. You got all the provisions. You got all of the securities that you need, the confidence. And you say, all right, well, I got to do it again. In my book, Almost Happy, it's going to be out this year, talking about a story of a builder. And the builder is talking about building his perfect home. It's going to be perfect, right? He does everything he can to build the perfect home. He moves to different locations. He tries different styles of the house. He does different modifications to try to make the perfect house. But he's always troubled with some issues. And he had a choice. 
when he was on that shoot and he had to go back to the beginning and the bottom? Does he give up? Or does he say, I'm going to keep building. I'm going to keep on trying. And sometimes in life, we can get lucky, right? We can get those ladders. And we can reach success very well, very good. At the beginning of life, when you have a certain privilege, or you're born into a certain circumstance or environment that's positive and uplifting and secure, you're going to find that you can take a lot more ladders than you do shoots on your journey. Sometimes people have to go space by space by space and they never hit a ladder. They never get the easy road, it seems like. And for those people, it could be a journey of attrition. Do you give up? Do you surrender? And for those people, I say, don't give up. Don't surrender. Understand that you can accomplish so much more, but you have to know yourself first. And that's why when I talk about like being present, is to look on the inside, saying, this is who I am as a person. This is what I can accomplish as a person. This is what I aspire to be as a person, right? It could be character, it could be um, material things, monetary wealth, anything that you desire, you give yourself as a goal or a dream, an aspiration. You're going to find that you're more likely to get there if you remain consistent and you take consistent action. And you don't allow outside circumstances to come and to derail you. For the people who are just constantly saying, well, I want this good thing in my life. I want this. I want to do this. I want this type of benefit. Ask yourself, do you have the actions that are going to be coinciding with what you want? You're not going to be a gangbanger and be a worldwide sensation. Yes, I understand that it happens, right? But that's less than 1%. Heck, it might even be less than 1%, like 0.0001 or something like that, right? Like something crazy, like you're better off getting struck by lightning, crazy. So you need to ask yourself, right? What is going to bring you a better life, right? A better mindset. First, you have to figure out where you are. Second, you have to be ready for whatever comes away. You're going to have a lot of obstacles to overcome. You're going to have a lot of people trying to get in your way. Remember, haters are going to hate. Let them hate. But they're going to hate and you're going to just cash in, right? Let them hate on you while you go into the bank and you cash your checks or you deposit your money or you're in the private jets and you go on vacations and things like that. Let them hate. But understand that you didn't succumb to what everyone else is doing around you. That's what happened for me, right? When people ask about, you know, my journey and things like that. One of the things that I didn't allow was myself to fall into that environment, like total immersion. Yes, I was in it. Yes, I played the role, but my mindset was not in that environment. My mindset was somewhere different. It was like, my mindset is over here, right? Being successful. My mindset is over here, living in peace. My mindset is over here, not having to worry about basic necessities. That was where my mindset was. So it was only a matter of time until my mindset and my reality met. We all have that possibility. So we have to give ourselves that mindset. And that's why this blog right here, Finding Peace in a Chaotic World, is not so much about creating peace in a chaotic world. It's about creating peace in your world. Because when you can create peace in your world, you're going to find that you can create peace in the world around you. So that means if 
something happens in your life, can you fix it? Can you make some adjustments? And the answer is yes, right? You can fix things that are around you. And it's almost like a positive mold is what I'm going to call it because mold can spread very easily. That right there, that mold, if we think of it as the piece that we create around us, it can be a positive thing where now my positivity is going to spread to my wife. My positivity is going to spread to my kid. My positivity is going to spread to my parents and my siblings and then my aunts and my uncles and my cousins. And it goes down that road. Finding peace in a chaotic world begins with you. So understanding that peace can be attained within us. It's not so much about creating world peace because at some point we have to realize to attain world peace is going to require everyone to have all of their basic needs met and then to not give the status quo of what is success. Because if everyone is in a different bracket, meaning, for example, if there is someone who's making millions and millions of dollars and billions of dollars a year, and there's someone who's barely able to afford groceries, that disparity, that discrepancy is going to cause some problems. But then there's also the problem if you make everything equal, right? There's no rich people. There's no poor people. Everyone has the same. That right there also creates a problem because there is nothing to be looked at as, all right, this is where I need to be going, right? Everything is kind of just mundane and monotonous and static. That right there is a mindset killer too. So we need to have that disparity between the rich and the poor. I understand it's not fair, but life is not about being fair. Life is about you learning your potential and then fulfilling your potential. Because if you ask if life has meaning, there is no meaning for life. However, there is an opportunity that in your life, you can create meaning. You can create that peace around you. You can create the structure around you so that the people that you have close by or the things that you do are positive, be them positive, are going to be uplifting. And you can create a ripple effect. You can create a domino effect. And you're going to see that you can make some changes, right? The boy and the starfish, right? He made a difference for the starfish he threw in. He might not have been able to save every starfish, but he did his due diligence. And we have to do our due diligence as people. We have to do our due diligence in understanding that in order to find peace in this chaotic world, we need to do what we need to do in order to change our life circumstance. It's no longer being passive. It's no longer accepting the societal norms. It's no longer just remaining on the sidelines. It is time to clock in and it's time to put ourselves in the game and it's time to win. Because if we are just going to remain passive, we're going to see our world continually fall apart. And I know people don't want to live in a world like that. So begin to make the repairs, begin to change your circumstances and the processes that you need in order to get the mindset that's going to help benefit your life and your future. My name is Michael Reardon. I'm a mindset coach. If you have any questions, you can email me session at gmail.com. And I'll see everyone on the next episode of Coaching a Session. Until then, everyone take care.